Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Mandy. And we are Drama Bonded, a podcast where we bond over the drama and trauma in the Bachelor multiverse and throughout Western pop culture. Hello. Sorry, I felt like our rhythm was off on that one. Yeah. I don't know why we record it every time. We should just like give it one really good take <laughs> and then have Saul edit it in every time. But maybe it gives the audience an indication of where we're at mood wise or mental-wise. Yeah, what to expect if we're just like right on it. You know you're in for a ride if it was what it was today. Who even knows? Yeah, I definitely feel like my brain is on overload this week. So if I'm not as on on top of it as normal, that is why. Yeah, same. I had to submit my budget this week and budget is absolutely the hardest thing I do in my job. And Congrats on being done. I know. It feels really good to be done, but also I feel like I have given my soul to this. So, yeah, we'll see what what this episode turns into. Well, I hope you have a lovely, deliciously slow and enjoyable evening and week ahead of you. Yeah, I do. Good. I'm excited for it. Um, I think we finally got our seven, yeah? Fuck, we got the seven. Whoa. We're going to take this episode just in order, um, but it is going to be a ride because I think we have a lot of thoughts. We do. Do we want to do our candy review first? Oh, yeah. Candy review. I got us Mamba Magic Sticks. Guys, which, they're so good. Yeah, and, and Mandy and I agree. They're better than just regular Mambas. Um, I think texturally they're more appealing to me. and then. As Mandy pointed out earlier, you you get all the flavors where when you get Mamba's... It's like a gamble. Yeah, you just don't know what you're going to get. You're either getting lemon, orange, strawberry, or raspberry, but you only get three out of those four, so you never know what flavors you're getting. Yeah, why don't they pull a Starburst and just put them all in one package? Come There's on. also an excess of packaging. Yeah, that's not cool. I was also equally surprised that those were wrapped. I kind of envisioned them being more like the sweet tart ropes we really like. Uh. But then that makes sense. Of course, Mamba has too much wrapping. Mamba is wrapper happy. So the flavors are, so each stick has two flavors. So it's cherry apple, pineapple orange, mango strawberry, watermelon raspberry. Uh, And I just think they are delicious. I agree. I don't think I noticed any flavor changing, but I enjoyed the flavors. We ate them. Yeah. (laughs) Kidding me. (laughs) No complaints. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're good. They're a fun one. Um, Harmons, I think, has got a pretty good candy selection. So that's where most of our candy comes from, I think. Also, if you enjoy sour candy, sour mambas are delightful. Good to know. So I guess we can get into sex week. Whoa. And sex week it was. Um, I thought this, the hearing from Gabby... Uh, Ariel and Katie was really interesting at the beginning of this episode. My heart just like instantly broke for Gabby, who immediately is saying that she feels giddy but really insecure and is just clearly having a hard time. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, is to me the most normal reaction I think I've ever seen on this show. Oh, like, yeah. Of course you're freaking out. Her meltdown on the beach was so relatable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, kind of just hurt through this whole episode, I I was really just spiritually with Gabby. Um, I love how into Zach Ariel is. That just really made me happy to hear her talk about their relationship. Yeah. Uh, Katie is in love. Like, she just could not seem to contain herself. Which is saying a lot for her based on her past relationship experience and experience with um, just men figures in her life. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, We cut to Jesse in a phenomenal pink shirt. (laughs) Jesse is the snack of this episode. I think Jesse is getting more and more attractive. I don't know how, but I think he is. Yeah. Yesterday, I noticed, I was like, damn, Saul, I need you to get a pink shirt like this and maybe. 
get some more gray hairs going. And maybe go to Thailand. Yes. Okay. I'm really excited. Well, I mean, I guess we should say that Zach then tells Jesse that there will be no sex. Okay. I guess I kind of want to preface this episode almost with like an overarching statement, a declaration, if you will, since Zach's making declarations. Okay. I guess I just want to preface this conversation by saying I don't have issues with people either choosing not to have sex or wanting to have sex. It's more so the declaration of it all. Zach saying, I'm the bachelor. These are my rules. This is what is best. Um, And not just having intimate conversations with the women he's developed these close relationships with, figuring out where they're at and what makes the most sense for their relationship. And I think, so before we just get into the nitty gritty, you know, everyone has sex at a different pace in their relationships, and I totally respect that. To me, the biggest issue is the lack of communication and the fact that Zach is just calling the shots without considering anyone else's feelings. Yeah, I second all of that. So I just wanted to say that before we get into, you know, commenting on some of these conversations. Yeah, we're not, we don't want to preface everything with it's okay to not have sex. So yeah, fine to not have sex. All about that. If abstinence or, you know, no sex before marriage, whatever your boat, like you do you. It is the declarative nature and making it so much everybody else's business. Yeah. And I also think it shows a lot of immaturity on Zach's part. The fact that he's just like, obviously it's sex week. It's like, okay, well, actually intimacy between a couple has to do with a lot more than just sex. Yeah. And it does genuinely seem like whether or not people have sex is just really up in the air. Like, and it doesn't matter. That is between two people, you know, like, yeah, like Katie said, you don't have to tell the other people. I mean, we'll get into it, but I'm, yeah, you know, these women want to compartmentalize their relationship with Zach. They are well aware there are other women, but when they have their time with him, they want it to be about special. That. Yeah, and Zach making, yeah, yeah. Zach so much blurred so. all the lines. Oh my God. Um, Jesse was pretty suspect of all of that, <laughs> which I really appreciate. He's like, mm, I don't know. So I guess. Zach talked to Sean, Ugh. which I'm like, well, this all makes a lot of sense. I did watch Sean's season, you know, however many years ago that was. I don't remember uh, Fantasy Suite Week well enough to know if he did anything similar. But I also feel like Sean has to be somewhat responsible for Zach's attitude going into this week. Yeah, he's like a second, third removed, born again Christian. Yeah. So you got think, to do the, oh, like, the whole virgin thing over. That's what it was. I think that's exactly what happened. He wasn't a virgin, but in his season, he was a born-again virgin. So he was like waiting to have sex with the right person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. this all makes a lot of sense. Total sense. Um, thanks, Sean. So hopefully the shower that we saw Zach taking was a very cold one. <laughs> um, but like... I guess from there we go right into... Did you notice in the shower scene how they, they're having the voiceover conversation about sex week and then it cuts to a monkey eating a banana? I just thought that was great producing. There's some really good producing in all of this. <laughs> also, I just have to say, I'm listening to a podcast right now called Tooth and Claw about animal attacks. And of course, a lot of them happen in kind of jungly areas. Not a lot of them, some of them. Anyway, just like so many points throughout this episode was like, and an alligator comes out. And here's somebody's going to get attacked by an ape. And like, I could not get my brain to like acknowledge that this was not going to happen. And at the end of the episode, the monkeys. Katie got chased by monkeys. I know. And I was like, oh, there it is. But they lulled me into a false sense of security. I thought I was fine. And then That's fair. And then there was monkeys. But anyway, the editing, the monkeys, all good. Um, Ariel and Zach are into each other. I know, and I thought it was really cute how Ariel acknowledged that she was falling in love with someone she didn't really see herself with. And I think, I know, I just think it's refreshing to hear people be open to, you know, creating relationships with people that might 
be really different from who they imagine themselves being with. Yeah, right? she seems really genuinely open yeah. to feeling her feelings right now. And I think that's a cool place to be for anybody because that's when you get to experience what life is offering. Especially when we um, heard her talk about why she has walls up based on like past relationships and how it, she's had to do a lot of work to like not put those walls up with Zach and be more vulnerable and forthright with her feelings. Yeah. So way to go. Yeah. And like I got kind of hot and bothered and like uncomfortable watching them together. Like their chemistry was yeah off the charts. Like they were loving eating the food. I was really grossed out by the sushi kiss, but I am glad that they were there for it. I mean, I love their date. Me I too. I thought that looked phenomenal. Like, I want to go eat all of that stuff. Like, it looked good. And the perfect date for her based on her hometown date, you know, it seems like she kind of thrives in that kind of environment. Yeah. And I, I love that they described each other as adventurous and fun which I appreciate are two adjectives that would like not be used to describe me in a lot of settings. But like, I think that's cool that they genuinely like really embody that. I did think there were some question marks in my brain when she said that um, he, she thinks that he matches her energy. I was like, mm. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Obviously, we're not there in person. So maybe she's physically picking up on like some sexual energy that she's putting out. but. I don't think Zach matches her energy in a lot of ways. <laughs> I agree. I think he's down for the ride, but yeah. Uh, she's she's too cool for him. She's giving him a lot of credit he doesn't deserve. Yeah. But somehow she says she's falling in love with him. Yeah. Um, I really hated how this got edited with like them having this dinner and then deciding to go to the fantasy suite and like this weird like gonna get it on music is playing throughout the, the whole thing. sexiest music. And then the worst part is when we get into the suite, typically we get a quick overview of it. You see them like fall into the bed and then they cut away. They kept showing them making oh, yeah. out. Like With making out in the pool. sex music. And just constantly. And I hated that they built Ariel up to be like the seductress yeah, in totally. all of this when like she's just an attractive woman and simply being attractive or like, I don't know. It just, it felt really over the top and that like they were really trying to make it seem like she was the person that he was gonna mess up oh, with. Oh yeah. Well, you know, because we've talked about on the podcast how their sexual chemistry is very apparent. Yeah. And so I guess it's an easy play for production to paint her in that light. I will say the personal pool, like that was a sexy fantasy suite. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that, a personal pool and like the lighting, all of it. Ugh, it was good. They had yeah. a good time. That was that was such a cool experience for them. I hope that like despite all of this, that's something that they can hold on to as like a really good memory. But I totally agree. The music was so over the top. Yeah. Um. The theme of this, though, like, I do want to say that also on Gabby's date, the music really struck me and annoyed me, too. Like, there was some producing going on this episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They they looked like they had a really good time um, and that that was a good date. Well, so I want to talk about Zach telling Ariel, like, his sex week declaration rules. Oh, yeah. So he tells her. And one of the things he says is he's doing this because he feels like this is how he envisions a happy engagement and a happy marriage. I also, yes, I kind of get where he was going with that. But then he also said something to the extent of like at the moment of engagement. Are you just going to like drop trow and fuck on the, the beach? <laughs> what do you mean the moment of engagement? Like, I understand where he's coming from, kind of, but it's a lot of emphasis on. But so much of Zach's rhetoric is, I feel this. This is what is best for me. This is what I think is like the most appropriate way to get engaged. Right. And it's like. It's two people again. And this has been the theme throughout this entire season. He seems to forget that Gabby and Ariel and Katie are all experiencing this too, that they are sentient beings who get a say in a relationship that they are part of. And Zach just seems to have no awareness of this. 
And it only gets worse. Like this is like the tip of the iceberg. I loved Ariel's reaction when she says, or maybe she doesn't say it to him and it's an ITM, but she says like, I don't like to go into things with such a plan. Um, you know, just kind of take advantage of the moment and where it takes you. Um, but she she supports him and she verbalizes that she understands and wants to be there for him and make sure he feels supported. And it's just frustrating because why isn't he making sure you feel supported, right? Yeah, like, well, I mean, and Gabby does kind of make a crack about this of like, I didn't really think I'd ever get engaged to somebody that I hadn't slept with. That's a conversation worth having. Absolutely. It's it's legitimate. It's it's important. And I think Zach really took away the autonomy of the women to have any say in all of this um, on so many levels. Um, anything else with Ariel? No, I love Ariel. Me too. Team Ariel. Yeah. What I, a classy woman. I think during my nap today, I dreamt that she was Bachelorette. I was pretty excited, like, that we got a second announcement, but that is clearly not what happened. I would love to have a random second Bachelorette season with her as Bachelorette. That would be cool. Weirder things have happened. True. Gabby. Gabby, Gabby. Gabby. Our girl is having a hard-ass time. Like, sweating. She's talking about herself. Tanner melting. I feel that in my bones. (laughs) I don't know how people look so good in human environments. Um, she looked great, though. She, I mean, she did we, look phenomenal. I think, but what's sad about that is like she's clearly having a hard time, and like what that's how that's playing out is through feeling ugly or you know, like somehow oh, yeah. internalizing that. Like, ugh. I just want to say, feeling ugly or like you want to crawl out of your skin when you're having anxiety or freaking out is such a normal reaction. I think that was literally my Tuesday. I had a really rough evening. I came home and I didn't even look at myself in the mirror and I just felt ugly. It's something about how somehow your emotions from the inside out can like manifest themselves into the way you perceive yourself, even just like being in your body. Yeah. And one, I'm really sorry that you felt that. And two, I've absolutely been there and it just made it like so much more visceral to be watching this. Right. Like, Somebody on television going through this felt really just like I wanted to jump in there and just give her the biggest hug. And Also, when it's fantasy suite week and she's on a beach in a bathing suit and she's feeling all these feels. I know. That's a lot. You know, so this whole time I have been really feeling like Katie was the clear front runner in all of this. But then the way that Zach First off, the difference between him and Ariel was stark. Like, he is so giddy and just, like, almost kind of clingy and affectionate with Gabby in a way that he's he's not with Ariel. But it was also really surprising because I don't think we've really seen that as much through the editing of the show. And then suddenly watching this, I was like, wow, are they doing something happening and it's going to be Gabby in the end? Because the way that he was with her just, like, screamed to me in the moment at least, that he, like, Gabby was the person. And the way that he responded to her having insecurity, I was like, oh, girl, you can't do this because the second that you make shit hard, you're gone. But Zach was, like, really sweet and touchy and just gave her a lot of reassurance on things. And so, yeah, yeah, I was like, that was a moment where I'm like, okay, cool, this is stemming from Zach, but Zach is still handling it well. Zach didn't do a lot right in this episode, but I do think that he did a good job empathizing with her insecurities and trying to make her feel loved and beautiful and reassure her that like their relationship is really important to him. Absolutely. Um, And I just feel like kind of like at every step of the way with that, he, he was really into Gabby. Yeah, I think he did a really good job in navigating those harder conversations and helping her. Yeah. Um, He tells her that she deserves to be number one, which I'm like, what does that mean? I know. Because she's obviously feeling insecure about being second. 
So when he says that, I'm like, what is that implying? Just in life, she deserves to be number one or does she, does she deserve to be your number, number one? one? I know. And I don't want to fault Zach too much here for this, but it does always kind of strike me. I'm always looking for the coded language, right? Because they can't just come out and be like, it's you. I love you. You're the right. one I'm going to be with. But like they also want to provide reassurance in these moments. And so I feel like even as I'm like trying to figure out what this means, surely, the you know, Gabby is hearing that and being like, Oh, if we're latching onto it, she's, she's for sure latching onto it. She's like, I'm it. I'm his number one. It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter what he meant. She yeah. heard. I deserve to be your number one. You're right. Yes. And so I just was like, okay, Zach. Wow, I didn't see this coming. That's fine. It's Gabby. Cool. He also does something rare in their dinner conversation where he opens up about his own insecurities. He, that's the second time he's done that with her. He, yeah. He opened up to her in their first one-on-one, too, and I noted that. So, yeah, him opening up again is like, okay. And we have seen that so rarely this season. So I do feel like that does mean something significant about their relationship. Yeah, he feels so comfortable that he can break, you know, from the, the lead role and be Zach with her, it seems like. Yeah. And that's really sweet and like a cool moment to watch. Like I was really excited to hear some of that about Zach. Me too. And I think that's how he also meets her with her insecurities and tries to make her feel safe and feeling like I've experienced these things too. Yeah, like, exactly. This is normal. This is, it's okay. Right. And like I I empathize with you. Like I feel this too. And it's, you know, we're in it together. So then he's <laughs> Brings up the sex week conversation and he says, What feels right to me? Again, to Ugh. me, <laughs> it's not having sex for fantasy suites. And in all caps in my notes, I wrote, For me, <laughs> I know. I, I like, just can't with his language. I can't either. And the just complete lack of awareness or realization that, yeah, again, this is a relationship with two people. Like, they have to be really into you too, man. Yeah. You're not just like guaranteed that these women are going to love you to the ends of the earth no matter what you do. Like that that's it's still a relationship. You can see the like shock on Gabby's face and her like processing in real time like what this means and she says, "Well, I don't know if I ever saw myself getting engaged without sleeping with someone first. I know. And she was she was trying to roll with it as best she could, but like that really came as a shock to her. Um and honestly, it would me too. Like right? that would be really, I just like, uh, I can go with a lot, but probably not that. And here's the thing. I don't know if these women are all planning on going into the fantasy suite and getting down with it. I don't think that's necessarily everyone's MO on these evenings. I think a lot of it has to be like, how does the evening progress? Absolutely. What are your conversations about? What is your physical chemistry feeling like? Like what makes sense for you guys as a couple? Absolutely. Not just chosen by one person and that be that. Like that's. I can't wait for him to see my skincare routine. Dude, that <laughs> killed me. Gabby is a national treasure. She has phenomenal skin, by the way. So if she could write that down. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going to see it. I was like, Perfect. <laughs> Um, I just kept thinking he is so into Gabby. Um, so, so into her. I mean, and we get to the next morning and they are just smitten with each other. Yeah. Like, there doesn't seem to be any guilt, hesitation, no concern in Zach whatsoever. Beautiful moment. Um, what do we think happens? Does he, does he leave there and just sort of instantly feel guilty about what happened? Do you think production prods him a little bit? I like, think he felt guilty probably immediately after they had sex. And do you, okay. I'm just saying. There's been a lot of religious undertones in the way that Zach approaches these conversations. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so as someone who has lived with a lot of extreme religious sexual shame. I just feel like, you know, he has publicly made these declarations about not having sex on television. 
Yeah. And like, I'm sure in the moment he was like all about it. But I'm sorry, like that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I just kind of want to know how Jesse got called in. Like, do we think a producer texted him and was like, lol, he did it. The sex happened. happened. Yeah, and <laughs> Jesse's just like, be there in five. <laughs> Stops golfing. Yeah, and like, or I don't know. It just, I wish I knew how Jesse found out that Zach had sex because you know it wasn't the moment that he walked into Zach's room for Zach oh, to be sure like. Not. So. You know how when I said I wasn't going to have sex while well, I had sex. Well, I did. You were right. I was tempted. <laughs> it was hard, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> So he tells Jesse what happened. And I love that Jesse said, to some of these women, intimacy might be important before they can say yes. Yes. I also noted that. Like, yes, Jesse, finally speaking up for these women. Like, Katie and Gabby and Ariel get to make decisions too. I know we're watching The Bachelor, but it's not the Zach show. There are other people involved. Yeah, they're not sex robots. Like, come on. <laughs> Um, and I just kind of wanted to die that Zach's response was, well, everybody needs to know. Because suddenly, too, the thing I want to point out is like, Gabby is now, again, a participant in this relationship and getting no say in how this situation is handled, even though it was absolutely a private moment between her and Zach. And she has zero reason to think anything differently. This is why I think he's going to pick Katie. Walk me through it. Because if he were to get engaged to Katie and not tell her that he had sex with Gabby after making it this huge deal about no sex week, no sex week, no sex week, and that came out after they were engaged, I don't know. She says, like, I don't, I wish you didn't tell me this information. And I think. In her world, where normally on The Bachelor, aside from Clayton season, their relationships are more compartmentalized. Yeah. And we don't really know what happens on Fantasy Suite. Right. And so I think if Katie's thinking, like, that's the experience, like, why do you have to tell me you're sleeping with Gabby? Oh, yeah. No, but for sure. Because he, like, made an ass out of himself and was, like, super public and adamant about it, I feel like he he made the stakes really high. And so if he were to not tell her after that and then she were to end up with him, like how do you navigate that in your relationship? I think you're giving him a lot more credit than I'm giving him for that. I kind of feel like he had, he felt guilt around it. And the words that he kept using were he doesn't want to keep secrets. And what was the other thing? The that only he, one he'd he, be keeping a secret from is Katie. But also... Katie acknowledged it too, that when you go on this show, like I understand why people get upset about this, but I feel like tracking all the way back, the first mistake was Zach making this declaration. Oh, like, for and sure. And I just need Zach to like, I think that is the crux of all of this because Zach continues to never take accountability for himself when like in recognizing that he has responsibility to Gabby and Katie and Ariel. In all of this. And like, I don't know. Instead of navigating the relationships, considering their emotions, he's like navigating it being like, I'm the bachelor. Yes, and this is what ends up happening is what he actually did was fuck up. But what he's trying to do is say that he's being honest and he's being noble. But it's like, no, you missed that mark when you declared this out loud to everybody. Right. Like, you took the choice away from everybody. You made it about you. You made it very public. And Zach just being unwilling to like walk it back to recognize that the mistake was not Gabby. Oh, yeah. The mistake was him making a big deal about all of this rather than letting it be between him and each individual person. And I do think that kind of on this note, I would say that I, if you want to know what's going on with other people, I mean, Susie handled it right, I think, or tried to in Clayton season. Like, go talk to him and be like, hey, if you sleep with other women, this is going to impact me. Or bringing it up, like giving the women a chance to bring up what they want to hear. My question is, it doesn't seem like on past seasons, anyone's talking about fantasy suites until actually fantasy suite week. And don't get me wrong. Maybe they don't show it. You know, maybe it happens and we don't see it. 
But I'm like, how do we get all the way to fucking Fantasy Suite Week? And nobody's talking about how they actually feel about navigating this very pivotal moment on the show. I agree. Like, what is everybody doing? Because I do feel like Susie handled it correctly, but I also feel like the problem was was that Susie was last. Right. She never got, she should have said something sooner. You tell you that when you've got time alone, closer to fantasy suites. And yeah, there's moments. Right. And so while I totally agree she handled it correctly, Clayton was also kind of set up to fail because that conversation had never happened. Oh, absolutely. I do think it's also the show is trying really hard to get people into this position. And it sucks. Like, it it is a really mean, manipulative thing on production's part all around. And, you know, in all of this, too, if I talk poorly about Zach, I do think he's a total putz. But also, I don't think he's a horrible person. I don't think that, like, he deserves to be canceled, vilified. You know, I I can't believe I said that. Don't cancel culture doesn't exist. Never mind. But you know what I mean? Like, He's still a fine human. He has a good character. Absolutely. But he like, means well. This is something that you, I think, man, there's so much wrong with their culture that allows oh, yeah. like men to be the focus of sex rather than a couple. And then there's this religious aspect coming into it of like the guilt surrounding sex. And then him displacing his discomfort by convincing everybody that he's just being honest. And he's not keeping secrets. And it's like, no, you just feel really bad and you want to not feel bad. Yeah. He acts like he's protecting him and what happened with Gabby. But really, he's using what happened with Gabby so that he can rope her into being a part of the mistake so that he doesn't have to take accountability for his own actions. Yeah. It's it's fucked. It's not a good move. God, okay, so then he goes back to Gabby. Yeah, I, again, my heart just sank for Gabby when he starts to tell her that he can't keep this between them. Like, can you imagine how absolutely mortifying, like on just the most basic of level, how mortifying that is, but then when you really start to like peel back what this actually is, like, oh my God. So I'm going to go on my date with Katie today and I'm going to tell her that we had sex. That you and I, yeah. (laughs) What is Gabby even supposed to do with that information? Well, obviously she immediately feels like he is, like not embarrassed, but he immediately feels like he made a mistake. Yep. Basically equating her to be a mistake, even though he tries to, you know, backpedal with like, I have zero regrets. Like it was special. Tra-la-la. Is this before or after he he like sobs and goes, it was robbed. Like this beautiful moment. Yeah. I'm like robbed by you. You I were think, the robber. You I think did that was it. before Gabby. I mean, I think he said that before he goes and tells her that he has to. Yeah. Tell Katie. Like my guy, this is all your fault. So Gabby's bl- blindsided by lack of privacy, understandably so. <laughs> yeah. But then, oh, did you feel like this was super manipulative? That Zach chose this moment to tell her that he's falling in love with her. Because that was, I think that might have been the hardest part for me, actually. I totally understand how you view it that way. And I'm not quite sure how I see it. But I I understand how, like, that is definitely one view of it. Like, why didn't he tell her that the night before? Yeah, that is super shitty. The timing of it is bad. And yet, I also... I don't know. I thought watching him interact with Gabby all up before this point that he, I was starting to second guess and maybe think that he was going to choose Gabby. So when he said that to her, the timing isn't great, but like it didn't read to me as manipulative. Oh man. But, but I know that that also is a very real possibility. Like I cannot confirm that my theory is correct at all. I do think that there is some truth to what you're saying. Like we saw Zach take his relationship with Gabby to the next level during their date for sure, like with his body language and his attentiveness. And, you know, they've had special moments on the show, but I do think their fantasy suite date night was like, wow, like, okay, this connection is a lot stronger than maybe we've seen it before. And now maybe he could be picking Gabby. So I did see all of that. But for me, for him to kind of navigate this conversation with her where she immediately feels 
like a mistake, like like she has no privacy in their relationship. And then he chooses that moment to be like, but I'm in love with you and I see a future with you. It almost comes across as like he's using it to his advantage to help him navigate this fucked up situation he finds himself in. Yeah, And I hope that's not the case, but that's what it feels like. That could be true. And I think what I'm hopefully like, I guess from my perspective is it's like, I really hope to God that's not what he's actually doing because that is pretty foul. And I do see what you're saying. And I also think that going back to sort of the Catholic guilt, there's also a way of assuaging some of that guilt by being like, but I'm in love. Yeah. And so it's like, he's still like almost like letting himself off the hook too for that. So I do... I do see what you're saying about it being incredibly manipulative. Like even even if he's not intending it to be, it is it it does end up playing out that way because what's Gabby supposed to say to that? Yeah, and you could tell she was like, "Well, thank you for sharing that." Like she didn't even know what to res- how to respond because she was so caught off guard that he was saying it as a part of this conversation. Right. Like, where was that last night? And also, why right now? Because it also looked like she wanted to, like, scrape his eyeballs out with spoons. Yeah. And so, I guess the more that we're talking about this, it seems like maybe even more than anything, Zach might have been sensing that she was pulling back and out of desperation just said what he thought he needed to say to save the moment. And then he does the same thing with Katie. Dude. I also could not handle it that he went to see Gabby. At least he changed his shirt. I don't know why that mattered so much, but I was just like, man, if he shows up in the same shirt that he well, just saw Gabby in. was like a sweat, sweat ball. Yeah, that guy sweats a lot. <laughs> um, But like, then it's also so shitty because Zach like doesn't say anything on Katie's canoe. Like they're just like, canoeing almost in silence oh my god so awkward like he doesn't he's and all he wants to talk about is oh my god i've got to tell her oh my god i've got to tell her i can't believe and it's just me 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 with like no this means so much to katie too this date is everything this date is like the the deciding thing for her and he's not even treating it like she could possibly be needing to form opinions of him in all of this too. That was also a selfish maneuver because I bet he wanted to tell her as soon as possible so that he could salvage the evening. Like if I tell her during the day, then maybe we can work through it and she'll still want to go to dinner and have the nighttime portion. Uh. Whereas if I tell her at dinner... She won't want to stay the night with me. Oh, I would absolutely want to stay the night and be like, we are going to have this <laughs> fight. He doesn't want to be trapped in a room with, with her, her without cameras. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. And then, oh, my God. When Zach, so they get to like what, a mango forest? I don't know. It looks like they're in a swamp. It does. I sent you that really funny meme of Shrek. I could not stop laughing. <laughs> we'll have to share that on our yeah, story. I'll, I'll post the, the Shrek meme. But they proceed to have such an awkward conversation. It's raining. Oh, and my God. Like and standing she's, in water. She's in blue jean shorts, too. Oh. And I just like. I can feel the chafing on oh, my legs. She, and then and then Zach is like, I've got to say something. And Katie looks nervous. And Zach goes, oh, you look like I'm about to drop a bomb on you or something. Uh, Yeah, because you are. Yeah, and then he fucking did. And it wasn't actually, like, she absolutely, I don't even know how she sat there through that. Like, she was trying so hard to process gracefully and was just struggling. And it's raining. And my God, you know there have got to be so many bugs around there. So many bugs. Also, What's in the water swimming around their feet? Ew. Also, I cannot take Zach seriously sitting there in flip-flops trying to have this conversation. And I think I can never have a serious conversation in flip-flops. Like, just put on real shoes, man. What are we doing? And then there's thunder. It is like the absolute worst time sitting in a rainstorm trying to have this conversation. Zach's action caused the weather. They did. I... Katie was trying so hard to be understanding, too, of, like, Zach's need to tell her 
and also explained to Zach how just like she didn't need to know that. And he seemed to not be able to grasp what she was saying. Because again, he is just all about him. Yeah, and I just felt like he was trying to navigate it in a way where she didn't have room to be upset almost. Like he was almost caught off guard by how upset she was. He absolutely was. I think at some point he's like, he starts to say like, I didn't know you'd be, and I wanted to fill it in and be like, mad? Yeah. You I, didn't think she would be mad? I, I felt like he was kind of putting pressure on her in the conversation t- so that he could feel better about telling her and having it over with. Oh, absolutely. No, it 100% was him displacing the discomfort and his mistake and trying to just absolve himself of anything. Confess to your priest, man, not your girlfriend. Like, this is your problem, not Katie's. I don't know. I, And then the fact that, like, I hated that he did tell everybody that they're special, and he just kept reiterating to Katie that she is special. And then, you know, tells her throughout that that he can really see us at the end of this. Yeah, that's like one of his favorite lines. And yeah, and it's like, man, if I don't, is he just feeding all these lines to everybody? Because I love that she said, that's your relationship with other women. Keep it there. Yes. Yes. Katie is so smart. Keep it there. Yeah. And I love to, and I, yeah, we can get to this after, but just spoiler alert, Katie and Gabby are good. Like in real life now. And that makes me really happy oh, yeah. and that they can recognize that this was, you know, this isn't storm. on Gabby. Yeah. So. No, and I don't think, I don't think Katie would ever think it was on Gabby. No, and I loved when she said that because it was very much making it like, no, Zach, this is on you. Yeah. This is your situation to navigate. Yes. Um, she does decide to have dinner with him. Okay. I. She must really love him. I was trying to put myself in this situation and oh, yeah. be like, what would you do? So I think she must. I mean, she has said that she loves him. And we know it takes a lot for Katie to be in a position where she's willing to open up and connect with a guy as mm-hmm. much as she is with Zach. And so, you know, those are high stakes for her and she really must care about him. And I don't know what happens during the afternoon when they're not together. Um, I don't know either. But she must have talked herself through it and decided that she could do it. I know. I I, I don't was think shocked. I don't think I would have gone. I know. I was genuinely surprised that she just like, what felt like she just got over it. I'm like, I would have like had an actual fit. I would have been screaming. I would have been throwing mangoes. I like, I would have given them the best reality TV show episode (laughs) that has ever been filmed. Oh, yeah. Like, I would have pushed him in the swamp. Yeah. Get the, no, absolutely not. And so, I don't know, the the level, you're right, she must love him. Like, I don't know, like, really, really care for this guy. She did look a little irritated at first, but then he wears her down. Her um, strappy, like, magenta satin dress. Yes. Oh, my God. 90s dream. Also, that looked really similar to the dress you tried to order, but shorter. Yes. Didn't you think so? I know. <laughs> This is probably a reason that I tried to order that dress. Jess tried to order this beautiful dress for her birthday, and they sent her the wrong dress. And so when I saw Katie wearing it, I was like, that's the dress. Funny story about that dress, though, too. When I ordered it, I was like, yeah, I can make this look really casual. When the dress came, first off, it was like the absolute wrong dress. And I put it on, and I couldn't even remember what the dress looked like that I ordered. But I'm like, this is really fancy. Like, I can't go to dinner in this. This is like a ball gown. And it was. They sent me like an actual like bridesmaid dress. It was a different dress. It was a different dress. It was floor length. There was ruching. There wasn't a seam that was supposed to be there. It was the wrong color. Like I had to like zoom in on the picture of the dress that Jess sent me to be like, are you sure that's the right dress? Yeah, it was so bad. 
But yeah, I should try and still get that dress. Sorry, side note. Side note. Um, Katie looked amazing. And I agree. I actually, I was really annoyed. What story? Oh, this story. Sorry that we're just so on Zach right now. But Zach wears Katie down by making a joke that he couldn't keep secrets. And even as a kid, he would tell on himself. And I just wanted to punch a wall when he said that because like, again, you could just punch him instead. I would love to like my dude, this is not a secret. Like you are not, you're not doing anything right. And you didn't do anything wrong by sleeping with Gabby, like stop framing it like this. And I hated that like that broke Katie and she started laughing and kind of like, not that there's anything wrong with Katie, but just that like, he did it. He got Oh, yeah. To she her. fed into his bullshit. He even says, I needed to tell you for me. Yes. He's only telling her to clear his own conscience. With- and Gabby even says that he cleared his conscience at the expense of my heart. And that's it exactly. And he also did that with no regard for how that was going to make Katie feel or understand that that was going to really just like rain on her parade. He just... Again, a complete and total lack of awareness of other people being involved in this. Like, what are we doing? No, I wanted to take those little deep fried spring rolls they weren't eating and just shove them in his ears really deep. Yeah. (laughs) That food always looks so good. And I'm always so sad they don't eat. But if I were Katie, I also think that that would be a moment in which I would not want to eat. I'm just not going to be eating food. I'm going to be throwing food, but I wouldn't be hungry. Right. And it takes a lot for me not to want to eat. (laughs) So notably, he doesn't tell Katie that they aren't having sex in the fantasy suite. I love that. Yeah. Like, I don't know what Zach (laughs) goes from there, but at least he didn't say that. Good job. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. So now Gabby's feeling all the things. She's feeling betrayed she's feeling embarrassed she's feeling like a mistake and i also appreciate that she's like i also don't even know if like i want this rose at this point. yes take back your power yeah it is not the zach show you have a say in this Ugh, the ick was really strong this episode and like horrendously strong i I'm so glad that I put Gabby in my top four because she has been so fun to watch and I love how real she's been. I'm sad for her and her anxiety and the struggles she's had, but it's all been so relatable. And even in this moment, I can just feel that like, ugh, no, you know what? I don't want the rose. And, you know, I'm glad that she acknowledged that. And I hope that she took, you know, she does end up accepting the rose. Ariel goes home, but like, I love that Gabby's now got that newfound power of just like, I don't have to do like deal with this shit if I don't want to. Gabby would also make a great bachelorette just in the fact that she is kind of willing to just say what's on her mind, whether it's right or wrong. Like, this is how I'm feeling right now. I know she's had some really hilarious little one liners where I'm like, you didn't think about that very long, but I appreciate that it came out of your mouth. But then, yeah, she also just has all of this stuff where I'm like, that is a very real human emotion and yeah. it is incredibly relatable. Again, because all the freakouts she's having are understandable. I think it's weird that a lot more contestants don't respond the way that she responds. Totally. We have to acknowledge the three dress colors. <gasps> that was so stunning. I wonder if they coordinated that. Right? Because... Oh my God, the purple, the pink, and the green, Green. and the jewel tone of it all. In the the jungle surroundings. They nailed it. Holy shit, they looked phenomenal. They absolutely did. I was so excited. All of them. I think Ariel's was my favorite. I think Katie's was mine. Yeah. What great colors. Powerpuff girls up there. Oh my God. Zach is a very lucky man to have three such... Gorgeous, strong, capable women standing there for him. <laughs> yeah, he does not deserve this yeah, trio. Despite his actions this week. Um, so I did want to note that we don't know if he told Ariel. He said he was going to tell everyone. Maybe he did tell Ariel and we didn't see it. I vaguely recall seeing something that Zach did say he talked to Ariel okay. about it. Well, we don't see it. And then all of a sudden, before he hands out the roses, he has to give this awkward monologue <sighs> yeah. about how mistakes were made. Gabby's fucking standing there. 
I know. What mistakes were made, Zach? Like, tell us about it. Yeah. And again, the mistake that was actually made was him declaring no sex. That was the mistake. Zach made the mistake, you know? And I hate that he just also could never seem to say it. He needed to absolve himself by, again, confessing, by being honest, by not keeping secrets, all of this coded language where it's sounding like he did the right thing, but it's like, you haven't. You keep doing the wrong thing, in fact. <laughs> Take accountability. Um, I don't know. I hated that. I also laughed that Jesse says, nobody doesn't make mistakes in this process. Like, this is a pretty big one. You are not God. Yeah. Also, so anyway, yeah. Uh, so then Ariel goes home and wow, that woman. That was a master class, by the way. If anybody ever goes on that show or you know anybody going, you have them watch that exit because that is the absolute way to do that. Not that sobbing in the van isn't okay, it is. You can cry, but like, wow, yeah. she... Cry, don't cry, but her exit was perfection. Yeah. So emotionally intelligent, so eloquent. Just the right amount of like, you know, this is what I put into this experience. I was happy to get to know you, like, but not too much. And I also felt like she also left feeling like, I'm going to be fine without you, right? Yeah, There's like this energy of like, Almost like a little bit of relief even. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not getting engaged. Okay. I am also cool as shit. I hope we see more of Ariel, um, at least on Paradise. Oh, that would be but. awesome. She is notably an outlier to me on reality TV. Yeah. How did you get there? Was that an accident? Like, did she apply? <laughs> did someone send, like, what? Are you meant for this world? Well, yeah. <laughs> no, you got on the wrong show. Wrong set. I don't know. I mean, please stay in it, but <laughs> Yeah. She's she's phenomenal. That was that was great. I do hope she gets to know. I'm really glad she didn't sleep with Zach. I'm sure she and like sometimes though that like chemistry can be really intense, but then when you also I mean, you get space from and you're like, not only am I not a good fit with this person, but then you're kind of like, ugh. Oh yeah. Whoa, I'm sure what was I like had thinking? Watching this. Yeah, I'm sure Dodged she did. a bullet. Yeah. Dodged a dick. Dodged a dick. Good for her. Uh, and then Katie um, quietly says to Gabby, I know you were the only one. And I think Katie was like trying to just, yeah, like get it out in the open and just be like, we like, don't have I to be know, we don't have know. to be awkward about this. But I hated the way that the show I feel like tried to edit that as though like she was calling her out. Yeah. I just and maybe they weren't, but that is a little bit how it read to me because I think there was more to that conversation. And Katie and Gabby have been posting nothing but support for each other on social media, which is really cool. So like there's no beef there. Yeah, I feel like Gabby immediately was like, I know, I feel like I'm wearing a scarlet A on my chest. Like you could tell they you could tell that they care about each other and they have rapport. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like awkward or tense between them. Yeah. And I'm glad for that. And, you know, good for Katie for just confronting it head on and being yeah. like, we don't need to make this harder on ourselves. It's already going to be hard. We know, we know, we know. But then I absolutely could not stand Zach coming back. Oh, my God. Nothing. Like, as if I haven't already wanted to punch the oh wall, punch God. Zach, my TV. Like, that's sent me when he only looked at Katie yes I'm covering my eyes because of how uncomfortable I was remembering that <gasps> I know Manny can't even look at me right now oh talking my God. about it that was so bad I just wanted to like pull Gabby out of that scenario and be like you deserve better <laughs> yeah and maybe slap Katie across the face and be like no this is not it either but we both go <laughs> you gotta go leave bye Felicia no Ew. And that was kind of the moment then where like I got pulled back and I'm like, man, maybe I don't want to say it, but like, Zach, this is not looking good on you because it's starting to look like you just what? Well, now it's like, is he only looking at Katie because he feels like he has to salvage things with Katie after fucking things up with Gabby? And how was Gabby supposed to feel after or, like feeling right. like a mistake and having him not even look at her in front of Katie? 
I know. I just like Zach handled that so poorly. I cannot even. And I hope he feels a deep sense of shame and like mm, really digs yeah. deep and works on like what got him to that moment and how much it was pain so he's causing. Obvious too. Yeah, like he was not even trying. <gasps> you guys, he's so stupid. I think he just, you know, this whole experience is going to be um, a huge moment of growth. And, you know, in a few years, Zach is going to be a great guy to date. <laughs> he absolutely is. Give him time. Yeah, Zach's going to be in his prime in like his, you know, early 30s. And he is. But now it's not that time. Yeah, run. Everybody needs to go. And I think it is really true. And I, you know, it was cool to see Clayton come out of the experience and really vocalize learning a lot and, and finding his voice and being able to see what he did wrong. And I suspect Zach too will come out the other side and have eaten several humble pies. I will say, I mean, Clayton was just so messy, right? The whole time you're watching Clayton, it's like watching a train crash. And it was just like crash after crash after crash. And it was like, what are we even watching at this point? Whereas with Zach, he's so self-righteous and he has so, such little self-awareness that it almost makes it like, it makes it crazy. It It's worse because Zach, it just, yeah. it Like Cl Clayton was literally sobbing because he realized like, what have I done? Right. And Zach seems to just be content to believe that he has just at every turn done the right thing. Yes. That's the biggest issue. Which is wild because it's like you can't just like he's just. Yeah. Just no accountability whatsoever. No, no awareness. So that is the stark contrast we've been comparing. And I do think that like, you know, in nature, there's so many similarities between Clayton and Zach just as you know, the lead and how they are cast and their age and they're white men and they have like very little dating experience and they don't have a lot of life experience. Football. Yeah, football players. So on paper, they're very similar. But I think that the stark difference between the seasons is that the oh, lack of self-awareness. I still had and even at the end of Clayton's season had a very tender spot for Clayton. Like I could see how this sort of all happened. And with Zach, I'm just like, oh, boy you better go dark for a little while. And I really don't know. Like, can you imagine being Katie right now watching this? Like, I don't know how, if he does end up with Katie, like, how is that going to feel for Katie? Because like, to watch all of that, that's that. Or if he ends up with Gabby and reliving all of that trauma. Yeah, for Gabby to have to like go watch the way that he communicated this to Katie, the way that like he was so concerned never once about how Gabby was feeling, but only about saving himself and all of this. Like I can't imagine being either one of them watching this back right now, depending on who he's with, like or at all, just like, ugh. What like that's got to well, feel really, really bad. I mean, last I heard, he's happy in a relationship. So I guess we'll find out on the final. Uh, well, they told us that at the after beginning the of rose. this season. Yeah, that he's in love and engaged and tra la la. But wow. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, that was a hard left turn we took. I don't think it was worth it. I think I would have rather had a really vanilla week rather than watch what he put Katie and Gabby through. I mean, I'm kind of having a rough week, and so I will just admit that I wasn't really in the mood to watch it. And then once when I <laughs> realized what it was that I was watching, I was like, oh, God, this is so messy. It wasn't enjoyable messy. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I love mess. Oh, me too. I I, I need like. a good mess. But this was <laughs> this was not a good mess. No, this was... it was at the expense of women. Yeah, it it really was. And again, I think it would have been a better mess had Zach just been able to recognize where it all went wrong and that he, from the beginning, messed this up. Like, yeah, that that is a mess I could have handled, but. For him to come out of this in his eyes, you know, scot-free and 
And I hope that Zach, you know, learns and grows and is less impacted by religious sexual shame. Absolutely, because everybody deserves to be free of that. And, you know. Yeah, and that, like, realistically, that's a really heavy thing. So I don't want, like, if this is stemming from Catholic guilt, I don't want to minimize that experience. Like, depending on... You know, we don't know what his family dynamic is. We don't know about his childhood. There could be a lot of stuff there. And so I also think that's probably a prime example that he maybe isn't ready to be engaged. Right. He's still kind of working through some of that stuff. Especially when your trauma can harm other people. Yes. And it and like in a really fundamental way, like he is going to really hurt Gabby at this point if he doesn't end up with Gabby and just seems to have no regard for that like really did a good job of like pressing all of those buttons for her and you know it sucks when you've got trauma and things you're working through because unfortunately sometimes people do get swept up in it but he still has a responsibility to figure that out and not let that hurt others and I think it's also common in religion for them to put a lot of like sexual, uh, I would just say sexual initiation on the men, mm-hmm. right? Like women dress modestly so you don't tempt the men. Ugh, like, yeah. I mean, we we each have it in our own way, but I also wonder if that was kind of some of his no sex week you know, of like, I'm the man, this is the role I play in a relationship where I'm the one that's initiating sex. I'm in charge. Yeah, and I don't want the women to think that that's something I'm going to do. So I, that also seemed a little bit very... Uh, <laughs> Heteronormative. Tradi- traditional. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of things that I will admit I was a little triggered by this week. It was it was a hard episode to watch. This wasn't a, this wasn't a fun mess for sure. There, I think there's a lot there, and I think a lot of people are going to be really hurt and need help working through this after the fact. And I think the frustrating thing is is we have had such a vanilla season, but we, you know, we like all the women who are left, and Zach does have genuine connections with them, and so I think it's sad that it built up to this. Yeah, and that he sort of single-handedly really blew it. Yeah. Like, I... I mean, I hope whoever he ends up with that he is genuinely happy and that it's lasting, but you watch this and knowing how recent this all happened, it just sort of feels like a happy ending is going to require a lot of work. And... TBD if Zach is even capable of doing the work or recognizing that he needs to. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, guys. We got kind of heavy on this. Yeah, podcast. that one was. But I think we were just kind of mad. Yeah. I'm not really big into cracking a lot of jokes at the expense of women, especially around sex. <laughs> you know, this one's this one's on Zach and kind of mad about it so who do you think he picks man i have i have to still believe it's katie by the way that like it all kind of shook out at the end i think it's katie too but that really breaks my heart because if I believed it was gabby while he was with gabby i think gabby also believed it was gabby oh for sure and that really sucks. Yeah, that's going to annihilate her heart pretty good. It is. So in a way, I hope I'm wrong, but I also like... I feel like either way is almost like not enjoyable anymore. Yeah. Like it's... it. Ugh. Fuck. You know, maybe between this episode and next episode, he will start recognizing some of his faults and take accountability in some of these harder conversations, especially when he's navigating this with his parents. Dude, can you imagine having to sit down on a couch and be like, I had sex. I would rather, I don't know what I'd rather do. I'd rather eat cheese, which is not something I'm a big fan of, (laughs) than like have to sit down and tell my parents that I had sex 
Yeah, that wouldn't be a fun conversation. And like, I don't come from a religious family. I think they'd just be like, okay, but like still, it would be so awkward. And then you add in any religious aspects to it. Like, that's starting to get tricky and like not a conversation that I would want to have. Also weird. Zach, don't tell your parents this. What are you doing? But in the preview, it looks like he does. Yeah, he's an adult. Yeah, he tells his parents. I mean, I'm not holding my breath, but I, I, I am leaving room in the universe for Zach to take accountability and do better next week. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> It'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just want whoever is with whoever to be okay and whoever's not with whoever to be okay too. We just want joy and happiness for everybody. And for all of, you know, Gabby, Katie, Ariel to just not really end up with Zach, but. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Well. uh, Drama rating. I mean, I'm giving it a fucking seven. Yeah. I'm going to give it like a nine because I think there's some like legitimate drama trauma in there. That's fair. And I don't give that a gleeful nine. That's a rueful nine. That's fair. Yeah. You need to watch Pilot Pete season. I do. And Hannah Brown season. I do. Watch Hannah Brown first and because Pilot Pete's on her season and then watch Pilot Pete season. Hannah Brown, Pilot Pete. Okay. I'll see what I can find. I, I think nine's solid. Um, I'm going to stick with seven. That's fair. Um, but... At least we, we, I mean, regretfully, at least we got our numbers up. <laughs> we did. Zach's also kind of full of shit saying that this season wasn't dramatic or that there was no drama. And he's just like, oh, well, this one tiny little thing. But other than that, no drama. Like, it's a slow burn. Uh, there's a lot of drama, man, and it's all your fault. Way to gloss right over that yeah, one. Yeah, he's still minimizing it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well... Thanks for hanging out with us. We're sorry that we've been so down. Next week is the last episode. But also, if you feel differently, like if you have different hot takes on this episode, please email us. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. And if you really have a big feeling about it, we can have you call in and you can yeah. like really expand on your thoughts on this. Because or, or if you want, like tell us if you want us to, you know, Tell us your name if you want it to be on the episode and we can say so-and-so thinks this or we could do it anonymously, but we would love to hear some different takes and talk about it. Absolutely. Um, and on the note of your takes, we're going to get a poll up this week or at least a space for you to tell us what you think we should watch over the break between The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And if that's old seasons, if that's a different reality TV show, we want to hear from you, like what you, what you guys would enjoy hearing us cover. I am going to put Vanderpump rules on the table just because of how relevant it is right now, but definitely open to other suggestions. I was definitely going to start watching that tomorrow. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, but yeah, also open to whatever shows you guys are enjoying. Yeah. Let us know. Thanks for hanging out. We appreciate you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Drama Bonded is produced and hosted by Jessica Brumba and Mandy Booth. Our production manager and editor is Solomon Brumba. Our theme music is by Joe Waters. You can find more of his music streaming on the EP, Jupiter Daywatch. Music vocals by Mandy Booth. Graphic designer is Pigeon House.